0: Welcome to the Life Christian Church podcast, where our mission is to inspire people to the life God dreams for them as we spread his love in ever-widening circles. Merry Christmas, everyone. My name is Christian. I'm one of our online campus pastor, and it is so great to be able to share a short Christmas message with you today and to be able to celebrate Christmas with you. For the past month, and maybe even longer for some of you, we have been preparing for this day, Christmas. The Christmas season is, in many ways, a season of preparation. We set up trees, we make Christmas lists, we figure out what family and friends we're going to visit and spend the day with, and there's so many more preparations. And if you don't know, Amanda and my wife and I live in London, and it feels like London has been in a long period of preparation for celebration. As you likely know, Queen Elizabeth recently passed away this year, and there were many preparations to celebrate her life. Amanda and I actually walked to the River Thames, which is just a few minutes from our flat where we live in London, so we could potentially get in line to see the casket where she was lying after her death. And we realized that there was a line of people that was 10 hours long, over 10 hours long at some points, to wait in to be able to celebrate her life. And after her funeral, the city then shifted. It went from a celebration of her life to preparations to celebrate the accession of the new king, King Charles. New decorations went up around the city, new plans were made, and the city prepared to celebrate then they celebrated, well, some people celebrated the new king. But then once that celebration ended, because they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in London, the Christmas decorations quickly were put up. And London is so beautiful during the Christmas season. The whole city is lit up with lights. They put trees and decorations everywhere. For instance... There's this cool cut out Christmas tree on Liverpool Street with a creeper standing there. There's more Christmas tree at always beautiful Hall Market. This nativity scene in Trafalgar Square with a beautiful Christmas tree behind it. You can't ignore me eating bratwurst, but there's this Christmas village right in front of the National Gallery. Someone, again, hiding behind a Christmas tree on Regent Street with angels hanging overhead. And there's a guy throwing fire knives, standing on a ladder with a Christmas tree and beautiful Covent Garden. And some young kid trying to catch snow with his tongue in Piccadilly Circus, as one does. It is so magical to walk around the city and see the beautiful preparations for Christmas. But as I was walking around this year, I realized that these weren't just preparations for a fun, festive holiday or the inauguration of new English royalty. During the Christmas season, the world is preparing to celebrate the inauguration, the coming of the true king, the king of kings, Jesus In Isaiah chapter 9, we see the Old Testament prophets, hundreds of years before Jesus' birth, preparing for him. The prophet says, "...for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace." of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The child that we have been preparing to celebrate in this season is the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings as first Timothy and the book of Revelation tell us. We might have been anxious over the last month or so preparing for this day, and yet you may still be anxious today about the celebrations. You may be caught up in cooking and traveling and gifting, and it's important to remember that our preparations do matter if we don't forget the purpose of our preparing. We must remember that all of our preparations are not about our own little worlds, but about preparing for the king of the world. We have a chance to remember that all of our invested time in today is worth it if it is combined with a bending of the knee before the king, offering up all of our preparations before him and orienting our gaze towards heaven and saying, all of this is yours. Thank you for coming to the world to save us, to bring peace and hope and joy and love. This is your celebration. What's also something beautiful about the Christmas celebration is that it's not just celebrating something from the past, but it's also about looking toward the future. We aren't just celebrating the coming of the King, Jesus, and the past and his birth, but we're celebrating the fact that his kingdom still stands today and that it will come to us fully in the future. See, Jesus is working out his plan to make all things right and his birth was just the beginning phase of that plan. He's going to come back in the future in the same way that he came here 2,000 years ago. And while we are celebrating what happened in the past today, the past is also indicative of what's going to happen in the future. Just the other day, Amanda decided to head out to the gym and she asked me to come with her. And well, I was all caught up in the work I was doing that day and I was all busy and I made excuses and I knew that I should have gone to the gym with her, but I said that I would go later. I had more important stuff to do in that moment. Well, a couple of minutes later, Amanda texted me and she said, I just saw the king. I texted back dot, dot, dot. What? exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. And she said, yeah, he just stopped at a red light with his whole caravan uh, right in front of me as I was walking to the gym and I caught a glimpse of him. Of course, I'm kicking myself for not doing what I knew that I should have gone and done by going to the gym with her. See, I was just a few minutes too late. I encourage you to not be too late in catching a glimpse of the true king. You may be caught up in all of the stuff, the important stuff that you have to do today, but I urge you to remember that Jesus wants to show up in your presence today. He wants to be present with you in the midst of your celebrations. He wants to be present as you are sitting and eating and feasting with your family. He wants to be present with you as you read the Christmas story to your family and to your friends. He wants to be present with you as you are opening presents in celebration of him. We just have to stop what we're doing sometimes and change our focus and fix our gaze on him. Christmas can feel like it's about a lot of things. But if you put your eyes on Jesus today, you might just catch a glimpse of him.